Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast, um, and I'm also the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. I've got my little Snorosaurus Rex Clouseau behind me in his sunspot, so you're probably going to hear a lot of a uh, lot of loudness coming from there. And um, I am really excited to be joined by um, longtime. I'm going to call you friend. Um, uh, <laughs> That's good. I'm okay with that. I, I feel like we've known each other for a really long time, can't place when we met, but still, you know, awesome. And today I am joined by the brilliant, talented woman behind the garter girl, Julie Smith. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I am really excited. So we are actually going to dive into, um, in, in just a second, we're going to dive into how to use Pinterest the right way for your big day. Um, but before we do that, can you tell me um, a little bit about the Garter Girl? What made you decide to start your own business? And and you've gone through so many iterations of your business, and it's grown and changed so much. But it's still been essentially, you know, it's still been the Garter Girl. So, um, what made you strike out on your entrepreneurial journey? Yes. Well, so you are correct. I own the Garter Girl, where I hand make wedding garters for brides and their families. The bulk of what I do is. I make them from their family materials. So mother's wedding dress, grandmother's veil, things like that. I do have a collection where people can buy um, and it's not a custom situation, but the bulk of what I do are these family heirlooms, things like that. And I don't, gosh. So my friend was getting married in 2004 because I'm old and she wanted a garter for her wedding and she couldn't find one. And, you know, my mom's a seamstress and I grew up around sewing. And so I ended up making her one. And that is 100% like how the business started. And that's really kind of where my love affair of Pinterest came up. If you can allow me to connect the dots here real quick. Oh, yes. So if things like Pinterest were around, um, or even Etsy or like, really anything, I don't think that I would even be in business today. Because you just, back in the day, you just couldn't search and you couldn't find all these amazing creative professionals out there like, like you can today. And so now that there is these amazing resources, and I know we're going to talk about Pinterest today, but like, that's why I love Pinterest so much because it allows creators like me or, you know, creative professionals like you to be found and to showcase your work and to, you know, help people do things that they've never done before, such as plan a wedding. And I just, I just think this, it's like this perfect mix. And for that, it was like kind of my niche specialty that led me to my love affair of Pinterest. I love that. And way to segue right into our topic. I did. I went there. I, that was perfect. I couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> oh, good. All right. I know we're not here to talk about wedding garters. Yes. I mean, they are very cool and beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. And no, I no, love I'm just, that- I'm just joking. I I love that you create essentially heirlooms, but um, a topic for another day, I That's guess. That's true. It's because- always, it's always a topic for another day. <laughs> 
Okay, so when we think about wedding planning, we we do kind of think of Pinterest. It it's something that we know is a good tool for planning a wedding, but we don't and it's a great marketing tool for wedding professionals, but we don't always know how to use it. So, uh you're going to get us there today. <laughs> right. right. And the I think listen, if you want to be entertained, right? You're just a normal, you know, person. You want to be entertained. What are you doing? Right? You're going to TikTok or you're going to Instagram, right? You're standing in line somewhere, you're bored or, you know, I don't know. And you're you're like, help me pass the time, right? Mm-hmm. But if like, I don't know, the dryer breaks or you get a stain on something, where are you going to do that, right? You're not going to Instagram or TikTok, you're going to probably Google or YouTube, right? Because you know that YouTube's going to have some kind of helpful, helpful video for you. And enter Pinterest, right? You're, you're attempting to do something that you've never done before, such as plan a wedding, right? And you heard that just say, for example, um, you need a place to get married, or you need a location, or you heard that you need to have flowers or something like that. Where are you going? Right? Like, so Pinterest was designed to be searched, and then organized and saved and easily shareable. Like that was the whole point. It's a search and discovery platform. That wasn't the point and is not the point of Instagram and TikTok, right? Those to entertain you. Whereas Pinterest's whole point is to make it easy for you to search, to find, and then to organize. And so that's why it's like perfect for for people planning a wedding. Now, if you go to Google, right? So Pinterest was started by people who used to work at Google. If you go to Google and you type in like, how much does a wedding in Washington DC cost? Most chances like on the front page or very near the top is probably going to be something from Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, or if you just say, you know, what's the best flowers for a fall wedding? If you do that in Google, it's probably going to be a Pinterest board or something that comes up. Now, if you do that in Pinterest, what makes Pinterest different than YouTube or or Google is it's pretty, right? It's a visual search. So you can see it with your eyeballs without having to click. Like Google is such a, it's such a boring search. It's search with words. So you got to click the button to see what it looks like. Not the button. You got to click the words to see what it looks like. Whereas on Pinterest right? It's like I'm trying right to buy, you know, a plus size wedding dress with no sleeves or something like that. I'm just making it up. But you, you can quickly see once you do a search because it's visual and people love visual. Yeah. Especially in weddings. I mean, it's so much easier to envision your day when you're actually looking at visuals. Well, yeah. If someone tells you, hey, so do you want the light blue, the cerulean blue, the ocean blue, um, and you're going like, I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. So you you need to see, you need to have that that visual, right? Do you want a wedding cake with, you know, five tiers, no tiers, floating cake, the naked cake? Do you want, it's like, you're kind of, a, I have no idea, right? So you go on a Pinterest and you find yourself getting educated on these topics. And it's real easy to see quickly what what the question is or the answer to the question. Yeah, that's so true. That's such a great point. And yeah, it does. It makes it much easier. It's more fun too. Well, yeah. 
I mean, I know that sometimes wedding planning can be overwhelming, but it's supposed to be fun, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it should be. You're spending probably a lot of money doing it. So, and a lot of time. <laughs> and a lot of time. So let's try to make it as fun as possible. But if if somebody asks you if you want, you know, this this flower, this thing to be blush, and you're like, well, what's blush? You know, you got to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Okay. So what are some of the most important things to know about using Pinterest when you're planning your wedding? It's not real. No. Um, <laughs> it's overwhelming. Um, so I always try to describe it like this. So when you're on Pinterest, it's the best of the best. Because professionals like me and like you, we're not putting things on Pinterest that are subpar. We're putting the best of the best. And Pinterest, because it is so visual, is very aspirational, but it is clouded in like, it's inspiring, it's ideas, and everything looks so possible when you're seeing it in the picture. And so it's it's meant to inspire you, but really it's very aspirational in the sense that much of it is sort of unrealistic or unattainable, right? Because you're talking about like, so for example, you know, in our industry, people love to do styled photo sessions, which is like, it's like an editorial. So it's not real. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they'll do a tablescape with, you know, $5,000 worth of flowers and, you know, $2,000 worth of linens and, you know, and on and on and on. And the cost for that table is maybe like 10 or Mm -hmm. $15,000. If you're getting married and you're timesing that over, you know, let's say 200 people, that's a lot of money on just table decor. Yeah. So what you want to do is like say, okay, like I'm going to use this stuff to be inspiring, but I'm going to know that it is, it's, it's inspiring. It's not necessarily realistic. And this is where the best professionals that you can hire are going to really help you because a professional, let's say you hire a planner or a photographer, or I don't, I don't know who, whatever, a florist, anybody is going to be able to say, I see what you're going. I see what you like about that, but let me tell you why this is or isn't possible in your area, in your season, in your, you know, time of day that you want to do this. I understand that you keep, you know, pinning these and loving these beautiful images of, uh, you know, outdoor vineyard weddings in Napa, but I'm in Washington, DC and it's December and you're getting married in a ballroom with zero light. Yeah. So let's, and by the way, like, that's great. I know that you love those flowers, but in order to get them at this time of year, this is what that looks like. And so a professional who's been doing this is going to be able to explain that to you. And that's where it's like that Pinterest can be so helpful to help you get answers to those things that you don't know, but it also can be very deceiving. And that's where working with a a professional can really help you. Yeah. Marry the two. Mar- get it? That pun there? Marry the two. Yeah. boom ching <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. I love puns so much. They're like the key They're to my so heart. Honey. 
Um, that's, that's such a good point. It really can be deceiving. And a lot of, you know, the really like beautiful stuff you see is a styled shoot. Um, and I, it, I guess I'm just now realizing for the first time ever that people outside of the wedding industry might not know what a styled shoot is. So why would they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I would ever think they would. Um, but but also, this is what I always love about the wedding industry, too, is they use the, the term styled shoot. I'm like, type no potential client ever. Yeah. They don't know what that is. And like, they're not searching for a shooter or a shoot. I mean, that's... No, it's not that's good. not the keyword that you would be no. typing in as a client. And so when you, it be, but, be, but when you're on Pinterest and you see hundreds and thousands of images, it becomes normalized, right? You see this lush florals and these enormous cakes, it becomes normal. And then you become a little desensitized to it. And then you take that to your planner and they're like, absolutely no problem. And here's your bill. Right. And it's like, whoa. And that's where a, a professional, again, whether they're a planner or whomever, is going to be able to say, what is it that you like about this image, right? And then let's try to do it in your time frame, in your area, in your budget, and in your season. Because seasonality matters. It matters for the kind of food you're serving. It matters for the kind of flowers you're getting. And regions really matter too, like your location where you're marrying, like what works in California, isn't what works in Florida, isn't what works in Washington, DC. And for you, like at the photographer, like the time of day, right? Yep. If you're, if you're pinning all these like beautiful sort of first looks, and we can talk about what that is if you haven't, but like that are all in the morning or at sunset, but your scheduled time is like at noon. Okay. Well, Let's either change the time or let's look for some inspiration at your time of day because it matters. You know, the, all yeah. the lights are different. The lighting is different. But a person who has never planned a wedding before, that's not – it's not their job to know that. That's yeah. your job and my job. Yeah, exactly. And as as you were describing different areas, you know, the sun in California and, and Florida – or versus DC is going to be mm -hmm. very different. I mean, right. think about the what, what your skin does in these areas. You know, if your skin is going to burn more likely, you have a brighter sun. You're closer to the equator, you have brighter sun. Yeah. Um, and it also season with with yeah. lighting because you know the sun is in a different place in the sky. If you tour your venue in November, even if you're touring at the time of day when you are going to get married, but your wedding's in June, the sun's going to be in a different place. Yep. Even if it's the exact same time, or you've shifted it to accommodate, you know, um, like the longer days. Yeah. Um, it's like my still niece, she goes to the University of New Hampshire. Well, she only ever went to visit in the summer and she was like, this is the most beautiful place on earth. It was like yep. the fall was, it was like the leaves were starting to turn. Well, she's had quite the winter yeah. because she was not prepared for the snow. So it's, it, again, this is where Pinterest can be so great and it can be so helpful. Um, what I like Pinterest especially for people like, let's say you've picked your venue ready, right? And you can go on to Pinterest and you can look, what does my venue look like at night? What does my venue look like in the summer, in the fall, it, you know, during the day? And what you can see is you can get a sense of like how the day might progress. Where do they, you know, if you're 
planner or your cake designer says, Hey, where do you want to put the cake? And you're like, I don't, I don't know. Right. So you can go onto Pinterest and you can look and you can say, well, I'm not putting it there because there's a big old exit sign, right? Like you, you get to see, you get to experience before the day. And when you're spending that kind of money, it feels really good to know what you're doing and to know kind of what it's going to look like before it happens. And so Pinterest for that, it can be really great, but it, again, it can also be, be very overwhelming. And that's why I love the match between what Pinterest provides and what like an on the ground professional who's worked at the venue before, or who knows the product you're working with that can really help you. Yeah. And that's a really important thing to lean into and ask those questions because, um, like I don't, a lot of my couples don't share their Pinterest boards with me. I'm sure they really? have them. Yeah. Um, I ask, but usually, um, usually they like send me examples of work that's on my website that they like, which is kind of nice. Well, I guess the florist is different, but I don't know if your listeners know this, but, and you probably know this, like when you plan a wedding, you're working with something like 40 different vendors. Now, whether you actually meet those people or they've been subcontracted out, there's like 40 different businesses, if you will, that are helping your event come together, right? Whether they're the lighting person or they're the, you know, delivery driver for the cake or they're, you know, and on and on. And you can see how you get to 40 pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But pre-Pinterest, right? You'd have to explain many, many times, listen, this is the vibe we're going for. This is what we're trying to do. And I ripped these pages out of the magazine and I'm not sure. And do you get what I'm trying to say? And then you're trying to have that conversation, right? Up to like 40 or maybe more different times. Okay. Yeah. And you've never done this before. So you're like, don't have all the words, right? You don't know what a rental is. You don't know what uplighting is, but you know that you need it, but you think, and you're not sure. It's where Pinterest can be so great, right? You can make that master Pinterest board and you can quickly and easily share that with all of your professionals and they can use that to then meet your expectations. They can see exactly visually the vibe you're going for, the goal. And they, you know, you know, most wedding professionals, they want to like not just meet your expectations, they want to exceed them. And so Without you having to say a word, you can share your Pinterest board and they immediately get what they're trying to do. And they can pass that on to the lighting person and they can pass that on to, you know, I don't know, the drape company or whoever else you're working with. And everybody's on the same page. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. And there, this is something that comes up all the time for me on this show. There's so much wedding jargon that we use in the industry. Oh, that I know. We, we don't like you would never know if you weren't in the industry or had already gotten married. So it's a lot of things that like it's code shifting. Um, and so Pinterest does kind of break some of that down because you don't need the words to describe it if you have an image that has it and that wedding the professional can help you get there with the description. Whereas, yeah, back in the day, describing like the drapery or whatever, I don't even know. Like, I don't think I would have been able to do that without being in the wedding industry. <laughs> it's hard. It is. And you know, that's brain space. If you're only doing this one time in your life, that is not something you need to spend brain space on. 
No, you don't need to know about the different types of rigging for drapes. No, or even like how or why you need them. But you're like go typing into Pinterest, like what are, you know, custom drapes for a wedding? Do I need drapes at this venue? And and that is like speaking of one tip that I would offer to listeners is really get very specific in your searching because if you just type in like, for example, like, you know, wedding ideas, you're going to get ideas from truly like all over the world. But when you add the location or the season or the area onto the end of your search, you're actually going to help yourself because you're going to see things that are possible in your area from the people who serve your area. Right. Um, you're going to be able to see the work of the people that you would be in a position to even hire or even to work with. Now, I know most professionals can, you know, travel anywhere and everyone's a destination, everything. But, you know, how helpful is it to see work from a florist who lives in Arizona if you live in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Or Sydney, Australia. Right. I mean, of course, every, you can always pay to bring these people in. But is that where you want to spend your money when you have probably like just as great people in your area? So anyway, add those locational things onto your searches and you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to find it more successful for you. Okay. So getting really specific in your search, um, having realistic expectations and realizing that it is the best of the best on Pinterest. Um, and working, yeah, working with experienced professionals. Okay. Who can help you, like explain to you, because, you know, so this is a long story, but I'll, I'll promise I'll bring it together. So I've worked, we've done a lot of construction on our home and, um, I love this, this contract that I have finally worked with because he's able to explain to me like how and the why, and he'll say things to me like, well, if you like, I get the goal right? I get the point here, but like if you move the window this way, you'd save yourself a whole lot of headaches. And every other contract we've worked with besides him will just say, sure, we'll do that. No problem. Anything's possible, but they're not looking out for my bottom line and they're not looking, they're just like, no problem. And then you get the bill and it's like outrageous. And you're going like, well, is it me? Am I just not spending enough money on my house? Like, is this so unrealistic that I like want this like window to be a door? Right. Meanwhile, my contractor that I work with, he's able to be like, oh, well, if you just like shifted it this way, it would really change everything for you. And it's like, oh, but that's where, you know, working with professionals, it can be like, I get what you're going for. I see your vibe. And then now let me tell you how this is possible. Yeah. That's that's so important and or not possible, but here we if we make these tweaks to the plan, we can get a similar vibe or a similar feeling or accomplish a similar goal and get you to that same kind of feeling mm-hmm. or mood without, you know, blowing the budget or um you know, cuz if if we all just had all the money in the world to spend, then it wouldn't matter. <laughs> well, you know, but even even the really, really high end, like super, super luxury, like, you know, stuff that you see, they all have budgets. Yeah. It's just their budget happens to be large. And 
you know, everybody, everybody has limits and everyone has priorities and everyone has like certain, you know, things that they're interested in over others. Right. I've seen some of the most high end gorgeous weddings where they got invitations from minted, which is an online service, which they're beautiful, but they just like didn't care about the paper. And, you know, I've also seen really like high end, you know, very, very expensive where they're spending like all the money on the the food and the decor and the entertain not the decor, the food and the entertainment. And they have like zero decor because they don't care right yeah. about that. And so it's the everyone has a budget, everybody has a limit. And so that's why it's really important when you find these images, you look at it or you have a professional say, what is it that you like about this? Is it you just like that shade of of blue or do you like the way the flowers float this way? Do you like the way the sun is setting? What is it that you like about it? Because like when I look at an image, like I see something different than when what you see. And which is different than what the next person sees in the next person. And so again, that's like Pinterest is amazing, but at some point, you know, you've got to work with those professionals on the ground who can make that happen for you. Yeah. And execute kind of what you're seeing there or get you to a place where you're happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so think about why you like the image, um, keep your budget in mind, um, which is a huge theme on the wedding dish. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, listen, you can say to your professional, like, this is the goal. This is the vibe we're going for. How can we do this in my budget? That's a very fair question. And I think, you know, again, another tip I would is like you to give up the perfectionism or the exact replica of something you see on Pinterest because 99.999% of the time exact replicas are not possible because listen, I'm coming from an industry where I do most custom work. You cannot like exact replica. I mean, I just made two wedding garters for two sisters from the same veil. She wanted them exactly the same and they don't look the same because they're handmade. Right. And so like you have flowers and you might see it and your florist might say, no problem. I'm going to use that as a guide. But like the flowers weren't grown at the same time. And they, you know, I'm not the person that's sticking them in the little, you know, sponge or whatever. Same with the food and the cake. Like you're not buying the ingredients from the same place. Right. And so it's just like kind of letting go of the perfectionism or the exact replica and like let yourself be treated to something custom, like let your professional do their job. And it's, it's hard for people who've never planned a wedding before. Cause we're used to what going to Amazon and you read the views and you want it to be exactly like that picture. That's mm -hmm. what we want. We want, we read all the views to know that we're going to get exactly what we want. Right. And, but when you're planning a wedding, First of all, you're working with like mostly, if not all small businesses. Um, and it's like, you cannot replicate what you see. It's a custom by its very nature. It's a custom thing. And so letting go of the exactness or the perfect or the perfectionism of it all will allow you to like be treated to their, their expertise. 
Yeah. It's hard to do, I realize, if you're not used to having custom things done. Yeah. That's absolutely accurate. Yeah. Yeah. But we all want to know, right? I'm the same way. I'm guilty of it too. I want to know. Tell me exactly how it's going to turn out. And, you know, unless you're like building your bridal bouquet, if that's what you choose to get in a, in a factory, unless it's made of plastic, it's never going to look, no two are going to look alike ever. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like what, this is kind of what was, while you were saying all of this, this is what came up for me. Like, would you even want that? Would you want to have the exact wedding that someone else has had? Some people do. Some people don't listen. It happens to me on the daily. Uh, A bride will see something on my website or a mom or something and they'll say, that's it. That's the one I want. I want that exact one. I'm like, no problem. Let me tell you how this works. We're going to use that but that was made from somebody else's wedding dress. I don't have that material anymore. And they get all worked up. No, that's the one I want. That's the one I want. I'm like, okay, okay. But, and I always explain to them, here's what's going to happen. We're going to make you something amazing. It's using your material or not. It's going to be so gorgeous. And then two weeks from now, I'm going to have somebody else coming and saying to me, I want that one. No, it's that one. That's the one I want. And I said, I promise you it happens on the regular around here. And that's the same with your wedding, right? You're going to like get all this inspiration, you know, use Pinterest to plan your wedding. And then, you know, a couple weeks after your wedding, all of a sudden your wedding pictures are now going to be used as inspiration for the next person. And they're going to go to their wedding professionals and say, no, that's it. That's the one I want. That's what I want. And so the cycle continues. Trust me, I see it happening all the time. <laughs> that's so that's so true and you know it's it's hard to visualize if you have if you're not a visual person and you haven't seen it before, you haven't done this before, you know you're you're generally planning your wedding for the first time. So yeah, I I see it from your point. I'm one of those people who's like, I don't want all the things that other people do, yeah. but I totally also see it. Like It's a comfort thing when you're spending that kind of money. I don't care if it's, you know, $5 or $500,000. When you're spending it, you you need a comfort that your money is going to be spent wisely. And like I said, you were used to going to Amazon and researching the, you know, the heck out of something so that we can get exactly what we want. And when it doesn't look or feel exactly like what we had, what do we do? We return it. Yeah. Or we leave a nasty review or I don't do that, but I'm just saying people do. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you want that exact you want that exact replica you want to know what you're getting it gives you peace of mind and especially when you're talking about spending I mean I never had spent the kind of money that I'd spent until I had planned a wedding it's uncomfortable yeah unless you bought a house or bought a car or I was just gonna say college in cash I mean even that gets put on a student loan it most times yeah you know so it can be uncomfortable so it's, yeah. it's not, it's, I shouldn't say that. I would say it's natural. It's very yes. normal. All these things that we've talking about today, they're all very normal. They're all very natural. You are very like, you know, justified in feeling the way that you feel. Yes. And having the concerns that you, that you do have. And to the point of perfectionism, the sort of last like tip-ish, if you will, that I'll give is that 
the reality of your wedding is always way better in person. Oh, yeah. So you can have the the goals of having a Pinterest-worthy wedding or an Instagram-worthy wedding, or you can have a, you know, pinnable this, or I want this exact that or whatever. It's like the reality of your wedding day will always be better than anything you would ever see on your phone. And that is flaws and all. That's like, as a professional who's been in this industry for a long time, (laughs) um, anything that you see on Pinterest is going to be 4 billion times better in real life. Yes. Yes. Because you have those feelings. You're surrounded by mm-hmm. the people you love. You're marrying the person that is your favorite person in the world. You know, you, your family's there. You have all of the excitement, the sounds, um, the smells, the senses are all being, you know, it's not just vision. Yeah. Um, Laws and all. Yeah. I'm so with you on all of these things. (laughs) Um, Okay. So um, we've kind of gone through, you know, some of your tips and why it's some important things to keep in mind while you're using Pinterest. Um, And you've kind of touched on some of the mistakes, but are there any other mistakes you've seen people, couples who are planning their weddings make when using Pinterest, um, you know, outside of like not being specific enough in their search? and you know, not looking at the actual location um, and considering budget. Yep. I, okay. Once you, in, um, it's knowing when to shut it off. And oh, that's such a good you, one. Once, I always say, once you start signing contracts or once you've, you've booked something or actually put like dollars behind something, that's when the inspiration stops. Okay, let's say, for example, you decide to wear a wedding dress and you use Pinterest and you're searching all the the things fashion and then you buy your wedding dress. That's when you delete that board or you you stop searching or you you know get get rid of the app if you have to. But what happens is, and we're just gonna use the dress as an example, like you are if you're if you decide to wear a wedding dress, you are ordering that. A year, especially now with supply chain, all the nonsense. Yeah, orders need to be placed a year before your wedding. Now, a year is a long time to second guess, triple guess, quadruple guess. It's a long time to have buyer's remorse. It's a long time to question your decision. It's a long time to be quote unquote inspired by other things, and it's just like unnecessary. Because you bought that dress for a reason. You ordered that for a reason, right? That was the one that lit you up. And nothing else is going to, that you see on Pinterest is going to compare to that feeling that like lit you up. But we get so desensitized to all of it. So when you make the order, sign the contract, whatever it is, that's when you got to delete those pins, delete that board. We're going to stop looking at the inspiration now. I think it's important. You have to have one sort of Pinterest, overall Pinterest board for like your wedding vibe that we were just talking about that you want to share with your vendors. But if you're looking for like specific things, whether it's fashion or flowers or something, once you, or a venue, once you've Sign that contract. That's when. That's when the uh, sort of random research or the inspiration stops, in my opinion. 
Yeah. I like the idea of having separate boards, like having an overall board, but then Mm -hmm. having separate ones for the different categories, um, florals, dress, hair, makeup, whatever. Um, The other thing you can do is like, (laughs) um, so I love having the overall board, um, which you can add to at any point. You can share it with your vendors, things like that. And you can also, any board, and I can be marked secret. So if you don't want people's judgment, and by people I mean, you know, friends and family, things like that. If you don't Mm -hmm. want people to know, you just mark it secret and no one, it's very simple to do when you're on the app or you're using it. It's mark it secret and no one will see it but you. If you don't want the comments, you don't want the, oh, you're really, you know, whatever. You just mark it secret and no one will know. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. Yeah. Or from your partner, if you want the whole thing to be a surprise, especially when it comes to the fashion, you can you can mark that whole thing secret and they'll never know. Um, the, yes. So I like to have different boards uh, for different things because as you're creating sort of your overall vision, there are certain things about an image that you might like and you want to save like, hey, I really like how the way they folded that napkin. But I don't necessarily like love sort of the image overall. So I'm not going to put it on my overall wedding board, but I'm going to save it sort of in the, I don't know, maybe you want to have a reception board or what have you. That way you can save ideas, but they don't get stuck in the overall vision or vibe board. Yeah. You can have as many as you want. That's smart because I think that's a that's something, you know, you think like, okay, maybe I'll do wedding photography or fashion but they're, you know, doing like the ceremony and the reception board, like those. Yeah, I I like this. Well, idea. you know, research is free. Pins are free. You can pin as much as you want. So when you first get on there, you're going to be like, pin, 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 pin. You know, it's going to be a lot. And um, it's it's. I always recommend like multiple iterations. Like, yeah, go crazy. It's free. Like, throw whatever you want on there. Um, but at some point you're going to have to start calling it down and narrowing it down. And this is, this is where like work again, working with a with professionals are going to be, when you have a Pinterest board with like, you know, a thousand images and they're sort of all over the place, that's like a very big indicator that of what's going on in between the ears and they can be like, okay, I see that you're overwhelmed. Yes. I see that you are a little bit you know, confused or struggling, like, let me help you narrow this down. And you didn't have to say a word. They just looked at your Pinterest board. That's really smart. Yeah. I'm digging this idea. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. It's great for professionals, I guess. Because yeah. I can see like, okay, you're like all over the place. And that's okay. Yeah. It's normal. Very normal. Never done yeah. this before. But let me help you narrow Get it down. clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Let's it's great. Call this. Yeah. Yeah. And your professionals, they they jump at the chance to do that. You know, they want to like build connection with their clients. You know, they of course. People are in the wedding industry because they care about the client experience or they would not be in the wedding industry. Yeah. You know, too, I again, very much to your point, like or what I was saying earlier, is like once you sign those contracts, there's a lot of stuff on Pinterest about like DIYing and things like that. Like but this is where like the professionals can really help you that you just like don't have to do, right? It's like write your own like wedding day timeline. 
Well, if you're working with a wedding planner, they're going to do that for you. Yeah. You still need to stress about that. Yeah. Don't invest And if you have all that. these pins of like how to make your, you know, wedding day timeline and your planner sees that and they're like, what is that? That's my job. You know? Yeah. That's what you you're paying me for. This. Right. Yeah. So it can just be a really good like communication tool and it can open up the conversation between you and your, your professionals. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great tip. You are full of great tips All the here. tips. All the tips. <laughs> no, I just think P- Pinterest can be, can be really great. Like I said, I love Instagram and TikTok. I use them, you know, to be entertained. But when I'm like trying to get answers to questions, Pinterest is where it's at for me. Yeah. I mean, even if you try searching hashtags on Instagram, you fall into a hole and it's really hard to actually, because, you know, people are often copy pasting their hashtags. So it might say that it's a Delaware wedding, but it might actually be in the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. And that's going to be, even though it's not super far apart, it's going to be a big difference. Well, and also it's just not easy to say, what are you doing? Screenshotting that? Yeah. Yeah. And or or following that. Let's say you find somebody, you follow them. There's no chance that you're going to ever see their posts again. Yeah, with the algorithm and everything, yeah. it gets I, Again, I'm not bagging on it. I like Instagram. But yeah. it's Pinterest was tailor-made for planning a wedding cuz it's yeah. really easy to save ideas, organize ideas, come back to things that you don't want to hold brain space for. You can come back when when you're ready. Yeah. I feel like I need to start using Pinterest more again now. Yeah. You don't use it personally? I forget about it and then I like go back to it every once in a while. So like, you know, now we're getting back into gardening season. So oh, yeah. like gardening is a really big thing that's on mm-hmm. Pinterest. And it's recipes. It, oh yeah, recipes. Um yeah, that's another good one. Um, there's there, no calories on Pinterest. That's why I love to save it. Uh, it's like a, it's like wedding planning. It's free. It didn't yeah. cost me any money to put that, you know, bouquet on my my board. Yeah, not a, not a dime, not a dime. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, this is awesome. I feel like this makes it so much easier to kind of like navigate why to use Pinterest, but also how to properly use Pinterest for your wedding planning. Um, I know this is a whole can of worms, but for any of the wedding pros out there that are listening, do you have any like one or two tips maybe for um, using Pinterest for marketing purposes? You know, I was thinking about this question and it would be to go back and listen to everything we just talked about and really understand how your customer client is using the platform. Yes. And once you do that, once you really understand what they're struggling with, where their confusions are, then you can tailor your content to that. And then you become the helper that they need. And too often, I see professionals putting on uh, what they want and in a way that makes sense to them, but it's not what makes sense to their customer. And if you don't do it from your customer's perspective, you'll never be found. 
Yeah. And so I know that was like kind of a heady explanation because you're right. It is a whole other conversation about how to market your business on Pinterest. Um, but at the same time, it's just, it's really before you do anything, before you do any pin or anything like that, just like really understand how your customers are using the platform. What are they doing? They're picking up their phone and they're what? What are they typing into the search bar? What are their questions? Or are they sitting down on their lunch break on their desktop? Like, what is it? And then you can go from there. I don't know because, I mean, I know for my customers, but I don't know for yours or for anybody else's. But just try to understand what their pain points are. Yeah. And because you're the professional, I'm pretty confident that you have the answer. Yeah. I know you have the, I'm not worried about the actual answer or the content, but it is about you not having the answer. It's, I know you have the answer. It's about making sure that they can access your answer. And if you don't understand how they're using it, you'll never, the two shall never meet. That was a brilliant answer. It was, it was pretty heady, but it's, I, I really do mean it. Yeah, it was. I thought that was great. It made me. It sparked some things in me. So, um, mm. you know, that's it. It's that's what I'm here to do: provide the spark. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you are so sparky over there. <laughs> so sparky. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the wedding dish today, Julie. Where can people find you online? Pinterest? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, I am at uh, thegartergirl.com or gartergirl.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Garter Girl or on Pinterest at Garter Girl, but you would really only go there if you needed help with something. So, um, yeah, or for the wedding pros, my Instagram handle is the Julianne Smith if you care to interact over there. Yeah, and we'll link out to all of those things. So it's super duper easy for you to get that in the description of this episode and in the show notes too. Um, so if you want to go hit the show notes and get all those links, it is theweddingdishpodcast.com. Um, you can also apply to be a guest um, and you can get transcripts from this episode, although I'm a little bit behind because we are committed to accessibility over here at The Wedding Dish. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at the wedding dish podcast. Um, I so appreciate you joining me today, Julie. It has been such a fun conversation. I'm going to revisit my whole, um, I, you know what? I'm going to build a Pinterest strategy. I don't even have one. You don't have one? No, I just don't use it as much. Now I feel like I really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. I, I feel like that's I feel like that's a good a good smart move for me over okay, here. Okay, but what's your first step? I am going to stand in my customer's shoes. Yes, she and listens, I'm, people. And I'm going to move backward from that point into. I'm not only the host; I am the client. <laughs> Yay! Gold star for Sarah. Pass today, everybody. No, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. No, um, I love no, it. No, I, I'm. I think it's. Listen, for most professionals out there, especially those that have been in the industry for a minute, or the people, even if you're just starting out, you have the answers. You have the content. You do. I mean, how many years? Ten plus years. You've been photographing weddings. You have the content. 
That's not the problem. 17. Okay. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you on 18. I'm with you. I just now I go 15 plus. That way I don't even have, I stop counting. Um, so no, you have the content and it's just a matter of getting it out there and, and doing it in, in a strategic way so that it doesn't take over your life because yeah. that with 17 years of content that can happen and it can happen fast. Yeah. And if it you're can- not smart. And, you know, be consistent. Don't just do it one time, Sarah, and then <laughs> and then never revisit it again. <laughs> yes. I mean, like I said, this is a whole other conversation for a whole other day, which yes, always happy to have. But yeah, always start with your customer. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Julie, thank you so much for, yes. for joining me today. And thank you all for tuning into The Wedding Dish. Um, and if you like the show... Follow, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, have a great day. Bye. Bye. A Boundless Audio Show.